And ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Thank you all so much for joining us. Some of you guys might have joined us for a little bit yesterday. For those of you <laughs> yes, that are listening. Yes, you did. Yes, you <laughs> For those you of you did. that are listening to us on Spotify or any of our uh, podcasting apps, uh, third-party services we use, thank you all so much uh, for giving us a listen. <laughs> this is the Voice of Reason podcast. Oh, it gosh. is now Tuesday yep. after the failed attempt yesterday to go live. We are now live on Tuesday. Um, as always, I am your host, Sean Phillips, and I am joined alongside my co-host, Mr. Andy Van Travis. Is I am a dork still, Yes, I'm a dork. Still out of the office today. Well, Travis is, he's doing, you know, he's being the good husband. Um, hats off to that guy for being the good husband and going in and picking his wife up from, uh, the evil clutches that is known as Ch- Chicago, Illinois and downtown shy town. Yeah. So, driving through the streets of Chirac at <laughs> so, nine o'clock at night. I tell you what, this has been. We're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of fun talking over these next couple of weeks because there is a ton of things that we get to cover. That is for sure. But uh, so we said this already. How was how was Mother's Day for you guys? Yeah, Mother's Day was great. Um, really, really good weekend. Friday. Uh, I got off work a little bit early. Tony got off work at her normal time. Um, but before we picked up the kiddo, we snuck in to see Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which we'll get into here in a little bit. Um, had a really good uh, rest of the night, Friday night. We ended up um, going, although kind of funny, Tony, without even like knowing it, had decided she really wanted to watch uh, Evil Dead. The new one, which you know wasn't <laughs> how ironic. Um, how yeah, yeah. Ironic. And then I was like, I kind of like looked at her. I was like, you do know, like the original was directed by the guy that <laughs> directed the movie we just watched. And she's like, really? I was like, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, so, so, subliminal, subliminal uh, hints of yeah. what to do. Yeah. Right, right, right. And then, uh, and then Saturday was great. We went to a Renaissance fair just down the road. Had a good time. It was a lot of fun. Uh, did some. Dressing up, had some turkey legs, you, jam, had a blast. I saw, yeah, I, saw pic- my- I saw your pictures today. That was pretty. Uh, that was pretty hot. <laughs> oh there. yeah. And then, uh, and then Sunday was nice. Um, we, you know, I made Tony kick her feet up, relax. Um, did a bunch of housework. I, I decided not to take a page out of the book of uh, Dr. <laughs> Matthew Edelman. Just because I value my life and things are on the up and up for me, so I hate to cut it short now. So, just um, I don't want to get everybody's hopes up, but I communicated with Mr. Edelman this morning, and I said the boys and I are wanting to know how soon it is that you will be joining back with us, and he said possibly, possibly as early as next week. So, fingers crossed. Oh, we okay. have he. Uh, they 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 are on they are finishing up the uh, the remodel on their house, so uh, a lot to share with us about that. And um, but uh, no, but we had a great weekend too. We uh, Bryson and I. So this is our we're I'd say we're probably about nine months into this whole disc golf thing, and we thought we you know the YMCA. Uh, we have a great local YMCA here, and uh, they we did a. Um, a disc golf scramble and man, the disc golf community is a unique group of people, but they are, there's some guys who can flat out, I mean, 
throw a frisbee you know you wouldn't think that you could throw a frisbee farther than you could drive a golf ball but there's guys out there who are throwing 300 plus yards and it's just i'm lucky i'm lucky to get about 100 150 yards and these guys are just flat out launching it and they're making it curve and do all this stuff but we had a great time and then uh we actually did another round yesterday uh we did bryson and a buddy of his and i we went disc golfing yesterday we tried to do our dad versus Bryson on Saturday. We did NASCAR, and then hence we got put into uh, Facebook jail uh, yesterday. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why. I'm, I'm assuming copyright infringement or something. So it's and but uh, Saturday night, then we went and saw uh, uh, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, and totally, totally, totally blown away by by that movie and uh i think uh, marvel is really setting themselves up for a, a great profitable summer uh, by the way it looks i you know w sh shall we go ahead and just dive right into this i mean we yeah 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 definitely because i'm trying to think the other big release is thor thor and then right? There's uh, what's coming out in. Um, there's another one coming out later in the year. Um, what am I? Is it, is the multiverse? Is the uh, spider the uh, Spider-Man into the multiverse animated? Aren't they coming out with another one? Yeah, is but it? that is that is Sony. That's that's okay. not a Disney. Okay. That's not a Disney Marvel. That is Sony. I'm trying to think because I thought there there's another one that was, comes out. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's three it's of them. Four and Thor, then what's the other one that's coming out later on? Well, you but when you talk about okay, so so you know you had Spider-Man No Way Home, mm -hmm. and then you had sandwiched in. But well, so let's start off first. So you had the Eternals, and to me, the Eternals. It was a necessary evil that Marvel had to do to set up the next phase. But as a standalone film, I thought the the Eternals was a was a terrible project. I didn't like the way it was put together. I didn't like the way it it felt or anything. And then you had Spider Man. They redeemed this. Spider Man Spider Man No Way Home was up until that point was my favorite was my favorite and then then they throw then they throw morbius in there did you did you ever see morbius i haven't seen morbius don't, but that's another one that's that's don't, sony but again don't waste because your, it's it's kind of connected it's so, crap yeah. it's crap mm. and i went into more because morbius for those of you who don't know morbius is a vampire type character and i was going in because i'm a huge I'm a huge Blade fan. I love the original Blade movies. I'm the weirdo that liked the Blade movies. And I thought somehow that Blade was going to be brought into that somehow because uh, that they're also going, they're reintroducing, they're, re they're going to reintroduce Blade and Ghost Rider both. And Blade, I believe, is going to be played by, I want to say it's either, I think it's Jai White, who is a kind of a, would you say, you know who Jai, have you ever heard of Jai White before? He's I thought it was um, BC. Can't spell his name. I thought it, it was. Is it, I thought it starts with a ch. It, I may be wrong, uh, but let me pull it up real quick because and I, I found out the other um, 
Okay, no, I was I was wrong. It's Mur. Oh, God, I'm gonna butcher this. Masharala Ali. Oh, that's who, right. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. I know. And, um, the other the other one that does come out is in November, and that is Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Oh, and so, that is going to be, and that's going to shut, and that's going to shut that, down. The, that one, that one's that one's going to be interesting because how they're going to play that. There will how they're going to play that, but then also there was a lot of controversy surrounding the actual filming of the film because um, the person who is, you know, kind of pitted to be the main character Mm -hmm. um, was T'Challa's sister, sister. the actress Latita Wright, Wright. who Mm. was pretty anti-vax. And so there was a lot of controversy surrounding that movie with her and, and, yeah. all the filming of of all that so well and she she pretty much i mean that was going to be handed to her right in her lap i mean mm-hmm. i thought for sure because she was going to i mean i thought she would transition perfectly into that and now i mean were they even into any filming when when uh uh Chasman Boswick died i don't believe yeah, so. so so and and I could be wrong, but I, I don't think so. Well, and uh, you know, and Disney's always been this kind of, I mean, they did the same thing with Star Wars when Carrie Fisher died. You know, they respected the family's wishes. They didn't, you know, they didn't use they they used some stuff that they had already had from uh the previous film for that last The Rise of Skywalker and you <laughs> know, and I don't I think that and I think that um I think that uh Disney's gonna be or uh Marvel's probably going to be the same way. Uh, you know, I'm kind of seeing how... I, I like to see how this is going to play out, you know, for them. But the, what, are the, what are you here? And I'll, I'll go ahead and say what I, I say. And the, and the biggest complaint, the biggest gripe that I'm hearing out of this whole thing is you have to... And this actually goes with our... If you Thanks for all those who uh, responded to our survey this week. It's actually this week's survey question was um are do you have any do you have any uh do you want to see what are your intentions of seeing the the new um Doctor Strange movie and so let me bring up the uh let me bring up the group here the poll group so it says I said are you planning to or have you seen Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness and we had six people who voted yes Six people who voted, if I get the time, yes, so interest, but not have to. Five voted, no interest at all. <laughs> and one voted, I feel you have to have a degree in comic book, book nerdology to watch these films. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I think you, you almost have to be, you have to be, you have to be vested almost. I mean... I was listening to a um, a critic the other day who had interviewed um, who's the executive producer and I'm it's his name's slipping me he'd um, Kevin Feige who Kevin yeah Kevin, Kevin Feige yeah. yeah and Kevin yeah. Kevin Feige said and the way he put it in this interview was we're trying to it's it's getting they want they still want to create a movie that can stand alone and that the average moviegoer can go in and see it. But yet, be able to still do homage to 
the comics and be true to the comics, which Marvel has done beautifully throughout this whole throughout this whole journey, the 15 years almost, they have they've been true to the comics for a large percentage of the time. But now you're getting so now you have all of the add-ons. So when you go to Disney Plus, you have Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you have WandaVision, you have Hawkeye, uh, you have Moon Knight, um, you have the What If series. And so the What If series, and see, and not to give away too much, but if you watch the What If series, it's an animated series that, you know, takes different possibilities of what if the stories we saw before were played out differently. And some of those, and it introduces the idea of the multiverse as introduced in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. And so I'm like, you know, Janine and I are sitting back, sitting there in the movie, and we're just elbowing each other the whole time. Oh, yeah, this is from this, and this is from that, you know, because so much was playing in from so much. And WandaVision itself plays into this. I mean, is it going to be, and to go with our title tonight, is it going to be, do you think it'll get to the point where Marvel will out-Marvel themselves? You know, I think for some people, maybe. Um, but the thing that Marvel, again, and, you know, it's the, the, the argument that I always have, or not even an argument, but, but the way that I kind of look at things is if we look at Marvel, one of the biggest complaints that I normally hear about Marvel movies is that they're, they're too cookie cutter. Like, if you've seen one Marvel movie, you've, you've kind of seen, seen a couple others. Mm-hmm. And... My argument to that is, okay, so you've seen a lot of really good movies then because they <laughs> yeah. all, if they're all, the, you know, pretty much the same, like they're all pretty good. Um, now, mind you, there have been some that I, you know, liked more than others, uh, but I think they have the right people there that are able to mesh it well. I do think they will get to the point, like they're they're pretty much at the point now where you have to. You have to have watched all of them. It, it's going to get to the point where it is already difficult for the casual viewer to go enjoy some of these movies. Now, there might be some of them where, again, like you said, like like Doctor Strange, I think the hype that some people had, like what they expected it to be, they expected, you know, that, that um, No Way Home level of scene... Um, cameos or that end game right, level of right. seeing cameos. And that just wasn't the case, not to spoil the movie, but that just wasn't the, the, the case. And I, so I think there were some viewers that kind of wanted more because they felt like they were promised more. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, like it's just kind of tough because, you know, like next month, uh, Thor or not next month, this summer when Thor comes out, it's basically a Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And then fast forward to 2023, I do believe, and then we're getting a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And it's like, to get that, you're going to have to have watched Thor. And to eventually... The, and to get the next Guardians of the Galaxy, you've had to have seen, you've had to have seen Endgame. Mm-hmm. And we will eventually get to the point where you... You know, you have to have watched like like this this Doctor Strange. If you didn't watch WandaVision, you have no idea what's going on. Um, but mind you, if you didn't watch No Way Home, well, then there's still a chance that you're uh, you're not 
like you weren't completely lost, but WandaVision was one of their important things. And again, brilliant, 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 brilliant marketing and strategy by Disney and by Marvel, like literally making it to where you have to see all of it. And, and even if like, but again, there's a, you know, they just did Moon Knight. It could be 10 years before we see Moon Knight with anyone else, you know, any of these other and others. Moon Knight, uh, and know, Moon Knight was something that could stand. Moonlight, Moon Knight, in my opinion, could stand alone. It's one of those. That you yeah, could, it, you it was its own. And, and, yeah. 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 And I mean, I, you know, um, Oscar Isaac was insanely oh, God. talented. Love, yes. He did such a good job. Yes, I can say. At me personally, this is my opinion. Um, I didn't. Like Moon Knight was good, but it didn't grasp me no, like some of the other no, shows it was, have. It was. It kept um, you on the. It kept you. It kept you locked in. You wanted to see. Yeah, it. I. Yeah, and so it was. It was okay. Uh, it did its. It did its part. It introduced. And again, that's that's hard when you have a universe like this. It is. It is difficult to be like, hey. We know we just gave you dessert. And it was so good, but now you have to have your vegetables. <laughs> like you have to eat your vegetables yeah. now. Yes. And uh, and so like when you're when you've been given, given, give me, give me, give me, you're that. Everyone that's a Marvel fan is that spoiled brat that we all hated. Like at Christmas when they came back, like I got this, 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 and then it's like the next year they're like, wait, like it, it's Dudley from Harry Potter where he's like, where he's like counting them he's like i had 38 presents last year and he's like that why do i only count 36 and he's like well this year they're bigger he's like no i want more well you mentioned and it's just kind of where that's where we are as fans by my count since 2008 26 feature films 26 and get this and get this and the top 10 and the top 10 highest grossing films of all time Five of them are Marvel movies. Endgame, Endgame, Infinity Wars. What would be the other ones? Uh, let me let me pull it up. No Way Home is one of them. Also, really okay. You have Endgame. You have Infinity War. You have the original Avengers. You have Spider Man No Way Home. Spider-Man Far From Home. And maybe maybe I'm... Let's see here. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, so... Oh, I'm thinking of... Uh, so that's lifetime gross. I'm thinking of uh, opening weekend. And Top ten opening weekend. Five of them are all Marvel. And what's funny, I think like two of them are uh, Star Wars. So it's just like... Disney well, owned property yeah, is all the top ten. When you so when I look at so I go I scroll down through this list. Okay. Oh, I also forgot about the Loki TV show series too. I almost forgot about Loki as well. And that Which that is a really good. One. That was probably by far my favorite of all of them was Loki. So what they have set to come up. Okay, so Thor: Love and Thunder comes out July eighth. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is November eleventh. The Marvels, I know, again, know nothing about. February 17th, 2023. The Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, May 5th of 2023. And Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumania, uh, July 28th of next year. So that's what's for next year. So right there, so you've got next next year, you're going to have three big ones. You've got three, you know, good-sized ones this year. 
And I forgot about, you know, and Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten, Ten Rings. Another, I thought that was a well-made film, you know, and it's, you know, the other question that I had is this. Okay, so if you're Kevin Feige and you're sitting down with all of the Marvel geekologists, how how are you? How do you think they sat down and said, "Okay, we've got to do this this way so we can play this into this"? And so, I mean, don't I mean, do they? Do you think they have like a, just a giant sketch board that uh, they have to be able? I mean, this isn't something you write it. As, they can't write it as they go, can they? No, um, absolutely not. I think now I, I will say I do think that there were some changes that were made at some point when the um, when Disney acquired Fox, because then they they had access to properties that they didn't have before, like the X-Men and Fantastic Four and, and those different characters that they didn't have access to, um, because uh, in 24, we're getting a Fantastic Four movie. Mm -hmm. Um so, uh, you know, I, I, I want to say yes, but what's crazy is like when, when John Farvo started all this, when he directed yes. the first Iron, Iron Man, Man mm -hmm. um, you know, they definitely looked at it. You literally got to look at it is, yeah, they have to have a plan because they, they teased Thanos in like, I don't know, 2000 and nine 2010 that was in and then he was in the cutscene for uh for uh, one of the very first for the, for the avengers i think he was in for the avengers i think i thought it was it might have been the avengers or yeah before the but you know the payoff was it was nine ten years later yes you know and so it's the same thing now everything they're doing now is going to lead to the secret wars so yes. which is a, another huge huge event so um yeah, I mean, this is a chestnut checkers kind of play by them. They know what they have. They know, and there could be some things that you know, because if you if you hear like again, this is one of the, the criticisms of of these films is that they're again they're they're typically too similar, and I think that's kind of why what they've done recently is they have put more directors in where like they've already got the movie storyboarded. Like this is the story you need to tell here's the script you put your sugar and spice on it make it you know as much of your movie as you can with following these guidelines um and, and you saw that in the doctor strange movie with 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 sam's work like it, it's that was one of his films you know there's all there were a ton of horror elements in that in oh, that movie yeah and that was that was the um, other thing yeah sam so we we mentioned sam raimi before when i heard that sam raimi was directing this I knew, but before I even read anything about this, I knew. I told mm -hmm. I like Janine. I was like, "This is going to be a horror film." Mm -hmm. I have yet to see anything that Sam Raimi hasn't put his finger on that it has at least suspense. And I mean, there were scenes in this that were I, I'm not going to say they weren't graphic, but there were some that were just like, <gasps> you know, and mm -hmm. and very. And what I thought was neat was, and if you're if you're a fan of the evil, I mean, he evil led. He's he does a few nods to his movies, mm -hmm. and there's some of the people who have been in his previous movies in the Evil Dead movie that make cameos in Doctor Strange. So 
it's really it's really cool to see that but yeah when i saw sam Raimi, i was like okay this is going to be a horror and then of course later on in the when you know i heard sam Raimi was that was like two years ago when they said oh sam Raimi's going to be directing this or a year and a half ago whatever it was and i'm like this is going to be a horror film <laughs> and, and yeah and keep going i was and i and i think it but it, it wasn't it wasn't over the top, but I mean, to me, it was one of those movies that you go and you can't really even get relaxed or try to, and, and really just, oh, okay, here we go. Let's build the story. I mean, it just, it was boom, 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 boom. And I think that's what, and I read a lot of critics on Rotten Tomato. I mean, it's gotten a 70, it's got, so it's got a 75% Rotten Tomato rating, which isn't terrible. But the, the critics who slammed it, you know, the, when I was reading down through the top critics who slammed it, you could tell by their by their post, okay, you're you're not a you're not a Marvel person. You're just you're judging this by the content of the film as a standalone, and it's like, mm -hmm. well, it had no it had no you know you it just it was just seems like it was thrown together. I was like, well, you you gotta know what's going on. Yeah, there, it was it was quite literally fire on all cylinders from the opening sequence. From the opening scene, yeah, yeah. And so, um, but one thing again that they're kind of receiving criticism for. People are just questioning why, and I think it's just like they think that. And again, so this this boils down to where the Fox, like acquiring Fox, I think changed some things. So, um, oh. Uh, Miss Marvel or America Chavez, I think is her name, her yeah, character's yeah, name. And yeah. the, in the, yeah. Well, those are not her normal powers. Those are not her right. powers in the comics. In the right. comics, she is elastic and stretchy, and they're kind of leaning towards making her more of a kind of Green Lantern esque kind of thing, is yes. the talk um, of what they're kind of going with. And when people ask, um, you know, why are you guys doing it? And they're just like, well, we just felt like it didn't, you know, it's just what she's capable of or you know, they were like we we didn't like where her powers were we like the character but the powers just match it's like it's foolish they're full of shit it's quite literally <laughs> we like mm -hmm. read richard's whole thing is you know being elastic and so they don't want to just put another elastic person in this universe where you have reed richards who essentially is the next Iron Man for and, you know the, the and, faces moving forward, and I am gonna. And this isn't ruining anything. I mean, Mister Fantastic does make a cameo. John Krasinski, I think it will will knock that role out of the park. He and I'm hoping that he's the one that they use for it. Like actually use him moving forward in that, and it's not just like a variant of Reed Richards. Yeah, you know? Shelby just came in on our chat and said, "America Chavez isn't Miss Marvel." Yes, we Miss Marvel actually will. Be oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I, yeah, I didn't. I, yeah. Yeah, Miss no, Marvel. Uh, Miss yeah. Marvel will be coming out. I believe it's June. It's either June the sixth or June. Let me see. It'll be June the eighth because it, it's the Marvels. The, the Disney Plus is always Wednesday, so June the eighth will be when uh, Miss Marvel will make its debut on Disney Plus, and so. You know, this is a, to me, this is a, this is a, this is going to be a golden goo. As you said, they're, they're de they developed this. You're going to, you're going to see. So what are we, we're in phase five now, phase five. And this will be another, I mean, you're just now after coming out of, after they can't, after they're coming out of 
you know, with all of the people from faith, now they're okay. Now we're making this transition and this will go on, you know, four or five years. Uh, she said, Chris and I were talking about how they changed her origin at Ted and control of her powers, but that wasn't a huge difference. She's going saying, commenting on what you had said earlier, Sean. Um, so I, I mean, if you, so now let's get into this from the movie purist, just as a, uh, you and I are both big movie guys. Yeah. So if you are Kevin Feige, if you are Marvel Studios, how far do you milk this golden goose? How, I mean, how far do you take this? I mean, in, in, in all actuality, you could take this, <coughs> you could take this at least another 15 to 20 years. When you say, is that oh, safe? Uh, and beyond. Yeah. And beyond. Like, and, and this is the way that I, I kind of splice it is as we've seen they're they're doing what they can to continue to expand they're always introducing more they're introducing new but again they're smart because they take their 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 titans of characters they're real big ones that everyone's all about and they're like how can we get 10 to 15 years out of this character Okay. And they're going to continue to do that. And they're going to build new stars. They're going to add more people. But like uh, Benedict uh, Cumberbatch was, was, had said, you know, he's like, I'm, I will continue to be this character as long as the story is good. And based off of kind of what we've seen, how, where his role is, um, he will be in for another, as long as he's alive, another 10 years until we get Secret Wars. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. And as another thing too, so um, who played Wanda it is um, no, Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen last year signed a seven-year extension or seven-year contract with Marvel. My wife just informed me about this yesterday. And so she's going, Wanda's going to be a part of this, you know, whole thing. And, you know, this whole, and I can go back far enough because I, I so I go back to pre, pre Iron Man days. And so now they can, they can reintroduce everything in this because, and you've seen in the trailer, so this isn't a spoiler. Pro, Professor uh, X is in this, is in this movie. Okay. So now with the introduction of this Marvel, with this multiverse, and so now you can bring, you can reintroduce. You can reintroduce X-Men in a in a in a different way. Although I thought the X-Men movies were all fairly well done, um, as you know, um, you know. And then you have, of course, you have all your other characters. Are you you know? I want to see. Okay, how are you going to? Are you? If you've watched any of the cutscenes from previous movies, Deadpool is obviously going to, or not Deadpool, um, Venom. Venom is going to play into this mix. Again, so you have Venom, Morbius, and Spider-Man, who are part of Marvel Universe, but they are Sony-owned properties. And that's, and I mean, in the Venom movie, in the la and Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage, and this, in, in the cutscene at the very end, is where, you know, Venom goes, he, he hops through multiverses just like everybody else did. 
And so you know, there. So that's there's the nod to Marvel to Doctor Strange and Spider Man there. So you're going to see that come together. So there's so many different. I mean, you sit there and you just wrap your mind around everything in this and that happens in this. And that's why I told people, I said, your mind is going to explode when you watch this movie. If you are a, if you're caught up, <clears throat> if you're caught up on the Marvel, the MCU universe, you know, you're, you're, you'll, it'll go fine. And I think even if you're not, I think that Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness will satisfy and if you're a Sam Raimi fan, definitely go and see this film. So, but um, what what else did you, any other thoughts that you had about that? No, I mean, w one thing I just, like, I wish, and it, it probably will never happen because it's their last real, true intellectual property that they own that, you know, they make serious money from. But I, I wish that, like, Sony would just let Disney take the reins yes. of of their Spider Verse because it's uh, their films are are messy, mm -hmm. um, I and it's just like they're they're smart because they they realize that with Spider Man, the letting Disney profit off of it to them is worth it because they make more than they would without them. You, you know, like if 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 they tried doing their own thing, it wouldn't make enough. It wouldn't make as much money. Although now, what you know, the talk is, it's like, well, is there that possibility that like you have this this Spider Verse of villains that they're building up because they're giving? I don't even know the character's name, so don't don't try to ask me. But Bad Bunny, the the musician, is getting a movie yes, as a character in that universe. Mm -hmm. And so, if you're going to continue to build that universe, but then not have a Spider Man for it. Like, just bring Andrew Garfield back. Give mm -hmm. the dude a fifty million dollar paycheck mm -hmm. and bring bring him back. Like well, I, I thought that ugh. you had to have. I think they had. They had. Marvel had to be pretty much in Sony's earpiece for No Way Home. They had to be to make mm -hmm. it congruent with the rest of the series. They had to be there. If you watch Morbius, that it, it is a. I mean, it's just like. Blah 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 blah, you know. And I mean, it's Jared Leto. I'm I'm not. I, I'm just gonna come out and say it. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I didn't like him as the Joker. I didn't like his attempts to do, you know. And and they try to play him off as this guy, and it's as this doctor, and his, you know. It's just it did. It was just so, you know. So. Uh, I, I'm I'm with you on that, Sean. Sony needs to just say, "Look, we're we're other than spider the Spider-Man shows, we're laying goose eggs here. We're laying goose eggs, and we need to, you know, let that go." And and so, I don't know the future of things. And I'm also going to be interested, and this is kind of changing gears a little bit, but I'm also going to be interested to see how DC plays their cards out this summer with. You know, so so they're going to try, and, and you want to talk about copycats. So Flash is going to Flash and Aquaman are going to be their two big releases this year, and Flash is already so they're already talking multiverses with Flash, and Michael Keaton is going to be will make an appearance in Flash as older Batman, 
And, you know, you're like, okay, <laughs> just DC tried to do what, what, Marvel, what Marvel did in, in 14 and a half years. DC tried to do in what, four years, five years? Not even. Not even. I mean, not even. You had, uh, you know, you had the Batman movies. Well, shoot, you had three, you had three different runs at Batman movies. Four, I guess, technically, if you count Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck, George Clooney, um, Christian Bale. Who am I leaving out? Uh, Michael Keaton. You know, you're they're all, and to me, their only saving works that they have put out has been Wonder Woman. And you know, Wonder Woman 1984 wasn't terrible, I, the first one was better. And then, you know, they tried Justice League and then they re released the, the Zack Snyder cut, uh, Four Hours of My Life That I'll Never Get Back. Um, and then you go and then you go headlong, then in. And they kind of they kind of gave themselves <clears throat> they kind of gave themselves a little bit of a reprisal I think with uh, Aquaman wasn't terrible Shazam wasn't terrible but I mean you're trying you know you're it's you know you're trying to jump into the marathon without getting any tra training you're going to fall flat on your face and DC you know Warner Brothers I think have always had this Marvel Studios. Marvel Studios envy, and so they're not gonna, they're not gonna create a good project. That's just all there is to it. So, yeah, it's one of those things. I just i I wish there was just a, a wee bit more patience because I'm a firm believer, and you know, people might disagree, and that's fine. I'm a firm believer that, it, like, I like DC characters. I think that, like, as far as the comics, like the the, the, the comics go. I prefer reading DC comics and that that's just me. Um, I love Marvel. Like don't, don't get it twisted. I've just, um, I think part of the issue that, that DC might be running into maybe is some of their characters are a lot larger than life. Like Marvel, even though, you know, they're, they're space fighting Thanos and stuff like that. At least there's like a realism level to each and everything that they do. Whereas with DC, it's like they have Superman and yeah. his power is everything. So right. it just kind of makes it, makes it kind of tough. And, but again, the, the issue was like, you had a great movie in man of steel mm -hmm. and then, yeah, it just Fantastic like, movie. Mm -hmm. yeah, I just think a lot of it boiled down to, I, I mean, obviously there were like a bunch of behind the scenes issues. And then like, again, the, the issue with like the justice league with, you know, it started with Zack Snyder and then Joss Whedon came in and then he was, he tried to marvel, he tried to marvel it up too much. And so again, DC, like their last two great projects were standalone films, mm -hmm. the Joker or Joker. Yeah. Um, and, and Batman. And so, I've, so that's but the, again, I haven't seen, I haven't seen the, the Batman yet. I haven't seen that yet. I'm, I've, I've, it's on my to watch list. It is, but I, you know, I was talking to one of my coworkers the other day. She said, yeah, you don't want to, this isn't one that you watch with the kids and it's not one that, but it's, 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 not quite the same magnitude as the Joker, but the Joker to me, that was, 
that was a tour de force for walk or uh, uh, for Phoenix for Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, yeah, such a you, such you, a good film. You knew you knew what you were getting when he went into that role. You knew exactly what you were getting. I mean, it's kind of I mean it plays into that same madness that Heath Ledger, but only darker. You know, you know I <laughs> thought. Up until uh, up until Joaquin Phoenix, I thought that Heath Ledger was by far the best Joker, and then and then Joaquin Phoenix comes in and says, "Oh yeah, hold my beer, watch right. this," you know. Yeah, I think the issue the issue that Warner Brothers is kind of running into now, and again, what they're we we, we could see it affect them in the box office potentially is the drama surrounding Amber Heard, and then the drama surrounding Ezra Miller. And so it's just kind of like they've put a lot of cash. And, and, and look at like, here's the thing about Marvel. Again, where Marvel has been successful is because they've planned everything out so strategically, right? They've, they've, they've got the roadmap. They've got everything done. If they have to pause a movie or push this, the release date of a movie back, don't worry, we still have... Two more movies coming out. We also have a TV show coming out. We're going to satisfy that itch. DC has pushed back The Flash by like two years now. Mm -hmm. Aquaman 2 got pushed back. Um, And this whole Amber Heard thing. Black Adam. Yeah, and the Amber Heard thing is not going to be good for the movie. No one... A a rumor rumor that I've seen, it was like an article from like Screen Rant, was that according... like Apparently her screen time has been cut down to about 10 minutes in this film. And then it's like, okay, well, if they've they've edited all that kind of stuff out, then what's the final, what's the quality of the actual movie going to be? Again, you feel for people because like, I I love Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Yes. Um, But it's, again, it's just like, there should have been more build. They should have been more patient. And I think if there would have been a bit more patience, things would have worked out better. But then again, like it makes things confusing because you have, you know, movies like the Batman that were so good and Joker that were so good that are their own thing. Like they're not even in that realm of the universe. Um, And why would you like, why would you put Mm -hmm. them in there? Because it's just like, don't, you know, don't muddy the water. But again, like, you can see that like with Zack Snyder's, you know, justice league that they, there were plans, there were plans to do something, but again, and uh, this is where many people disagree. But if we look at, if we look at Marvel, okay. And again, people talk about how they're, they've been cookie cutters, the same film when it comes to certain intellectual properties. Okay. No one gives a shit how artistic you are. Okay. And what I mean by that is if you've got a formula, you, stay with it. Well, well, what I mean by that is like when, when you watch the Justice League, the Zack Snyder version, especially there's like <laughs> 45 minutes of that movie. So a fourth of the movie is in slow motion and it's just like the color schemes and everything. It's like, dude, it's off. It's off. It's off. And, and it looks unrealistic and it, it's just like I when you spend all this money and all this stuff like you want it to look as realistic as possible and, and it's just like 
hey, I just needed a superhero movie. I didn't need to see an artsy superhero movie. Right. Like, and and th- I think that is just kind of like where a lot of people got turned off was it was like when when Dawn of Justice came out, it was like, hey, you know, it's cool that it was like a dark film, but like you needed well, there was there was there was no substance to the movie it felt like at times and our and our chat line shelby thanks for the comments she she first said i'm too mentally unstable for joker and she said that jokingly i've still not been able to watch it and then she said at the point it's only 10 minutes why not just totally cut or recast her talking about amber um Mm -hmm. like why be so stubborn so her question is like why be so stubborn to her to hurt your overall project what do you what well it's the same thing like with with the ezra miller situation with him being arrested multiple times in hawaii for attacking people randomly um they've paused any future projects with him but it's like he is a staple character in two of their biggest franchises the flash and then in the fantastic beast films which again where that's where a lot of people are really confused is because while this trial is going on they they released the Fantastic Beast Secret to Dumbledore, which is a movie that they cut Johnny Depp from. Yep. And yet they're releasing a movie this summer that has Amber Heard in it. And and it's just like, man, this is a, a weird, weird time, especially in the in the culture that we live in. I really hope that Warner I, I love the intellectual property that Warner Brothers owns. I, I I love so much of it. And so I really do hope that um things kind of get figured out and and the wheels keep on turning because i'm, I'm a big fan like i i love mm-hmm. the stuff and i mm-hmm. i just really as someone that's so passionate about like the source material you just want to see them have that success on screen so that they can continue to do more like we, we all we like there's never uh, yeah they could release a different batman movie every every year and I, I wouldn't care they do that pretty much like well, that's just the nature and, of the beast because it's batman well, but the let, other you, stuff you want to see do well and I, I do want to go back and comment something about when you talked about Zack snyder when you look at his earlier work one of his one of his pieces you know sin city uh, and know, 300 and 300 the watchman the watchman all of the and which i've seen all of those and then you look at the snyder cut it's to me it's the same Zack Snyder is almost typecast as a director. What you're going to get these really sharp images, but with these really dull, drab colors that, you know, especially in the 300. I mean, when I was watching Justice League, I was still seeing scenes of uh, the Battle of the Spartans with the Persians and we will blot out the sun, you know, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I was just seeing those kind of scenes play back in my head and you know i like with i like with marvel how they give different different directors and you you get that that different feel with all of those movies you know shang chi i mean let's think about this too black panther and shang chi so that right there i think was a brilliant brilliant move for Marvel because now not only are you reaching out to comic book nerds and you saw this with Captain Marvel as well, you're diverging out into these different groups. Okay. So how can we draw on African-Americans? Well, you got to bring in Black Panther and Black Panther was so widely acclaimed and accepted, you know, you know, Captain Marvel, 
you know, I mean, I think they're going to use Captain Marvel to go out, you know, LGBTQ community because, you know, she'll she'll draw that crowd, you know. And then you have with Shang-Chi. I cannot tell you how much my, you know, and I, I know this personally as a father of Asian children. And Briley is not a Marvel person. Not a Marvel person, not, but she loved Shang-Chi because, mm. hey, Asian superhero, you know, mm-hmm. which was which was brilliant, and and I thought that movie was so beautifully done. Um, I can't think of the rapper. What's the name of the rapper that's in that? The female rapper, um, Aquafina. Aquafina, you know, Briley just so liked her, you know, her sassiness. And I mean, it was just it was, and that was a well done film, you mm-hmm. know. And I I and I know I'm all over this place, but I geek out over these trailers. When I saw the new, uh, the latest trailer for Thor: Love and Thunder, to me, it's like okay, they're they're also trying to stick with kind of a like a a generation theme. Like Thor: Ragnarok was kind of like that had that '70s feel with the graphics and you know Led Zeppelin and and then the trailers playing "Sweet Child of Mine" and. You know, and and the graphics just remind me of some of the commercials I saw in the eighties with the graphics that they were using. And I and I really I really dig that. And I you know <clears throat> I but so let's let's go let's go with this too. Um all right, so so you give me your top if you're okay, so you're gonna say Marvel. Give me what you feel are your and if you want to do honorable mentions, whatever. So give me your top three that you have been in for already my top three in third place would probably be I'll let you think about this just for a second yeah, you, if you know so, yours. Well, to me, so number three is going to, it, and it's a tie for me, between Thor Ragnarok and Ant-Man and the Wasp. I like those. Uh, number two is, number two, again, is a toss-up for me, but I'm going to go with uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, and then number one for me, I can watch, and this is one of those movies that whenever it comes on TV, I don't care where it's at in the film, I'll turn on and watch it. It's Iron Man, the first Iron Man. To me, that is it, you know, because for me as a child of the 80s, you grew up, I grew up watching Robert Downey Jr. And he was typecast as the douche, pretty much preppy douche in every film in the 80s that he was in. And his lifestyle matched that. Mm-hmm. And this, and I, I, I love Iron Man for the fact that it was a great theatrical piece, but I also like the fact that it was such a great redeeming role for Robert Downey Jr. to finally put that chapter of his life behind him. Mm-hmm. And and now you're talking about Sherlock's home, Sherlock Holmes 3 coming out. And I mean, he was in, he did this other great movie. Um, people, I don't think people really say it's called The Judge. I don't know if you ever saw that one hmm. with him. I haven't and, seen it, but I've heard it's it, great. Oh, oh, it is a great film. Great film. And, but yeah, so that, those would be my top three, I think. What, so where would you go? I would probably say three would boil down for me between 
Iron Man and Infinity War. Yep. Yep. But man, Ragnarok was fun. Yeah. But so was Guardian. Man, Guardian. Yeah, Guardians was really fun. That's first, my honorable the mention. First, the first Guardians is really, really good. The soundtrack um, but alone. Second, <laughs> second, I would Oh, for sure. The second, I'm going to say No Way Home. And I would say it would be first. But like, there was a big key to that was nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, yeah. it was yeah. oh, also, yeah. I think, William Defoe's best role oh, as, yes, as green, green goblin green goblin um such a good movie and yeah. then in first place um is uh captain america winter soldier oh, is, that, was, oh i didn't even think about that was oh such a yes. good movie and because and i think why i like that movie even more was because of i wasn't a huge fan of captain america civil war no. because civil war was one of my favorite comics and just kind of how it played out on the screen wasn't it, it wasn't was, my favorite but it, it, again yeah. great movie but just it didn't there True. were a couple scenes that i watched that it was like this is not how this went here and yeah but it, it was it was it was um you know good i i, I again i arguably don't think there's really been a bad like I've enjoyed. I've watched every single one yeah, of them. So I, I'll, you don't have to do this, but I'm going to give you my bottom three. Okay, in no particular order: Thor: The Dark World. I, I, I think that's probably like everybody's. Thor: The Dark World was just kind of, yeah. and I've already mentioned the Eternals. Eternals was just okay. I get it. And so I get it. So it should have been. And and then. Uh, oh yeah, Shelby says honorable man mentions to all the Spider Mans definitely, and Black Widow to me was a huge, huge, huge letdown. But of course, it was, mm. you know, I understood that they had to do that, you know, and everything. Um, oh, Shelby also says keep in mind when I've never seen, I've been into the comics, so on limited knowledge with just the movies. She says Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther. Honestly, multiverse of madness, but I'm obsessed with Scarlet Witch, so I am biased. So there you go. But you know, this is this is this is definitely this is going to be the gift that keeps on giving. Um, yeah, the the you know, of course, I like I like um, Paul Rudd. I like I love Paul mm-hmm. Rudd. You know, they and they like I said, they get the right. I think they get the right people to play these roles, but. The dan and, and this is the downside. Then I'll end with this, and we'll go into something else. But the danger about so Robert, let's go back to Robert Downey Jr. So his first movie in Iron Man was two thousand and eight. Okay, so then his last appearance then was in Endgame in two thousand nineteen. So you spent eleven years of your career devoted to the MCU. Okay. And you're seeing this with Chris Hemsworth because he's obviously, he's going to be, you know, we don't know what we're going to see in Love and Thunder. Um, you're definitely in this with um, Chris Pratt now. Okay. So these guys are going to be tied up. And after that, you're going to be, you know, but it's also good for the actors and the fact that they say, man, I really loved him as Iron Man. I want to go see him in. Yeah, exactly. So, Genius, genius moves all the way around for for the for the you know so. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited about what what Marvel has in store. Um, like I said, 
I loved the TV series. Like I said, the Loki, Loki and Hawkeye. I loved both of those. Moon Knight, like you said, was okay. WandaVision, you had to have it. And then Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a good, you know, kind of a buddy-esque movie or buddy-esque um, uh, show, series. Lots of good explosions. <laughs> yeah. So before we cut out tonight, so Sean, and I wanted to do this as the ending thing, and we can talk some more about this too. So Sean has always said, we're everywhere. So this week, uh, I had some downtime on Monday. So I went through and I thought, okay, I'm going to research where we are at on the internet. Now, through, and we, we use uh, this, the, our distribution site is called Anchor FM. These guys have put us out. So this is who we're with. We are with Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Facebook Live, Google Podcasts, which Sean usually mentions every week. Then we have iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com, Stitcher, which is a, if you have uh, SiriusXM, Stitcher is on SiriusXM, which that excites me. TuneIn.com, Twitch, Podchaser, CastBox, Podbay, Podurama, and Podparadise. And that is just to name a few. Um, we are out there and, you know, and people listen to us. On our latest, we, we do, uh, you know, we're, so we're 10 episodes deep now into this season. And when I do the, I, I, I thank you. I don't know what happened, but uh, I was doing this uh, two weeks ago and I, and I, I sent a screenshot to Sean, but uh, if I go to it, we had the week before last, I don't know why this happened. But on our on our diagnostic site, I don't know if I'll be able to pull it up and you can see it in the in the uh, in our window or not. But the week of it was the week of April twentieth through April twenty sixth, we had two hundred and forty three plays in that one week, and we want to thank you guys for that. Um, <laughs> we don't know who you are. We don't know who's doing this mass listening, but it tickles us to death. When you see, you know, and you can kind of see the chart there in the bottom when those of you are watching live, you can see our little chart out peaks there. And, you know, still our best episode of all time. Well, now we have a new best episode. We, Sean was with Sean Yates, but now our Ukraine episode, our, our one year special Ukraine episode, it has the most listens. Um, one other interesting thing, and I don't, it may be hard for me to pull this up, but when you look at where our listeners are at, this is another interesting fact. If I can, let me see if I can scoot the window over a little bit to see this. But one of the interesting facts of who, of the groups of people who we have, and I'll, let me, I can make this adjustment real quick here. But some of the groups, uh, where people are listening at, this is, and I'll, here we go. So you look at this graph right here. And we have, of course, 88% of our listeners are in the United States. 10% of our listeners, Sean, you'll be interested to know, 10% of our listeners are from Germany. 10%. Guten Tag. Okay. 
uh, 1% Sweden, 1% Brazil, 1% Estonia, 1% Romania, 1% U.S. Virgin Islands, 1% Singapore, 1% United Kingdom, 1% Chile, 1% Mongolia, 1% Denmark, 1% India, 1% France. So, viva la, you know, and, and then the majority of our listeners listen on Apple Podcast and then followed up by Spotify. Uh, other interesting facts, we have uh, our, our key, to, you guys are 28 to 34. Thank you for being a big part of our demographic. 40% of you are 28 to 34. And 70% male, 27% female. And this was also interesting 3% non-specified slash non-binary. So I'm, and I know where, where that came from. And so we want to, we want to thank all of you folks. You guys are making us into what we are. Um, it is, it blows. I love reading these. I mean, at, at first in the beginning, you know, I always, you can look at some of these charts in the beginning. You're like, Oh man, we're real. And then we just start hitting these spikes and you know, We've had over 1,000 all-time plays, 1,550, and that for us is is phenomenal. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of you guys who listen to us, and we get a lot. And of course, and then our YouTube audience is is growing. We're getting close to 40 subscribers on YouTube. So oh, big deal, 40 subscribers for a group that started with just our close knit group of friends who said, "Hey, check this out." and look at us man <laughs> mm -hmm. and we you know obviously from you know from a year ago i mean i had my facebook memory popped pop, popped up today sean a year ago today we talked about ufos nice it was a year I remember ago. i remember that episode yes yeah. so great great stuff thank you guys for listening continue to share us and all that other great stuff and we are overjoyed, happy, and great. Not only did we make it through this episode tonight without any technical difficulties, but you guys really do like us and you really do care. Yes, and as always, be a friend, tell a friend, make sure you guys like, share this. Um, again, just, you know, literally anybody um, that you that you see crossing the street, this is how we grow. And again, we've, we've seen those spikes and they'll continue to come. And um, more special stuff is in store. So again... Please make sure you guys check us out, share, and uh, we can't wait to talk to you guys. Hopefully, Travis will be joining us next week. See you.